there, Stacey Maynard here. Don't just link for the sake of linking, link for success. Welcome back to another episode of Link for Success. This is going to be the last episode of season two. I'm so excited Aww. that I've, I know it's not sad. It's exciting. Okay. It's called, it's, it's called, I did it. I did season one and now I'm coming to the end of season two. And you know what? Each time I think I'm fascinated by each time I have a guest on or each time I have conversations about it is the way that I named the show Link for Success was all around LinkedIn. So that's where I got the word link, obviously, not rocket science. You're so smart. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm even smarter. Yeah. <laughs> because the philosophy. So so lately I've been asking people, you know, what does link for success mean to them? So if you've heard the last few episodes, and I've been fascinated by the interpretation of the term. Right. Linking to people, collaboration, connecting, all of that kind of stuff. And it's just, we need to link to technology. We need to link to mentors. We need to link to so many different things. We just, I think we've realized we just can't do it on our own. Right. We need to look towards experts. We need to learn from those who have been there before. Absolutely. We need, oh my goodness. So um, for everybody that doesn't know, this is Faye Chapel. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't introduce you in the beginning, but that's okay. Yeah, that's um, so Faye was actually on one of my first shows way back. Long time ago. When we were Long like time. four or five. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the beginning when the dinosaurs were on. <laughs> so you're actually part of my launch for season one. So that's why I wanted Yay. to end uh, season two with you. You're actually, um, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I don't think you know this, but your episode of mine has had the highest downloads. Wow, that's cool. So people yeah. are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. So that's really cool. So I thought, you know what? Let's bring her on again. So excellent. Um, pivoting. Yeah. I love that word. I, I used to, I have a program called pivoting, but I'm, I'm really sick of it. <laughs> That's right. Your program pivoting, pro, pivoting pivot to, pro to profit, coaching pivot to profit. You yeah, can tell I've looked at it really closely. <laughs> it's all about coaching. So, um, and I, and I absolutely, um, you know, love the word when it started. Uh, I think that why I started disliking the word is because people started using it incorrectly. <laughs> so, so, you know, here, here's a little takeaway from my, um, my guest shot on this episode is, um, figure out what the word means before you actually use it. <laughs> right. There you yeah. Go. And unfortunately you're right. People have used it incorrectly, which have sucked. Yeah. Uh, but, um, in using it in the proper terminology. Yes. So just in the word pivoting. Yeah, it just means like to change to transition to something. It's it's a dancing term a lot too. You pivot to something. It's a dancing term. It's a, it's yeah yeah. There's a lot of different uses for it. Yay. Yeah, there you go. Yay in dancing <laughs> world. <laughs> How many dancing lessons did you take, Stacy? One. <laughs> uh, I was thirteen. Uh, I took one t one term, um, uh, and I'm done. <laughs> I I did um, ballet and tap. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. That's so, very cool. One so year. pivoting, I actually didn't realize that. I mean, I know the word, um, but I actually didn't think of well, it as a dancing term. That's well, cool. it's a lot. It's a term in in different in all different sports, right? In in um, a number of different things. It just means to shift or change. But I think people um, have taken it out of context, right? So it doesn't doesn't like change your entire life if you just pivot. Pivot can be a little tiny thing that you just like 
turn a screw, right? Um, or it can also be a change of direction. So, and I think the key right now is people are looking to pivot, which means they're looking to change directions. They're looking to shift what they are doing now and changing it into something else they could be doing. And pivot could be good or bad. So remember, keep it in context, people. <laughs> Yes, pivoting for the pivoting for the worst probably not a good idea. <laughs> not a good idea. But I feel like you know it, it was funny because I was like, well, have you pivoted? Have you changed yeah. anything in the way you're doing things? And I'm like, well, no, no. I'm kind of I'm doing my thing. Um, but I have, yeah, I have pivoted in a certain degree because of the questions that I've been receiving right during this whole COVID shutdown. Um, kind of thing, which was, you know, oh, my goodness, now I need to figure out how to get online. Yeah. Now I need to figure out how to do live streams. Oh, well, since I'm home, can I start a podcast? So right. I've received new podcast clients, I've received new, I, I don't even want to call them tech, tech based yeah. <laughs> clients. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and it was even, you know, like I've gone to, you know, I've got now two companies that are calling me their CTO, uh, mm -hmm. on point mentors, which is yours. And another company was, well, that's really cool. Can you be my CTO <laughs> as well? Exactly. Because you just know stuff. Yeah. Uh, so that's been really cool. Um, yeah. And you know what? Just seeing it's been really interesting in the podcast world is, um, I, I'm a part of a million podcast Facebook groups right. and a lot of people have seen the numbers go down. Right. I've been fascinated, but I haven't seen that. Right. I've actually, my clients and myself have seen the numbers go up. Well, I because think, because I think people are home. Well, they're home. They're, they're actually listening more. I think part of it is that they have more opportunities and different, you know, like they can listen to everybody started one. Right. So I just, you know, you see it every day, new people coming into the marketplace. Um, I guess the question really is, is it something of value that somebody wants to listen to? And that's maybe, you know, people that um, had had podcasts that were interesting and they thought, um, oh, this will keep going. Well, other people have come into the marketplace and taken your spot. So you can't just, you know, think that Sit you're going to yeah. yeah constantly. But I think one of the interesting things that you talked about when you talked about pivoting is, you know, you can pivot back and that doesn't isn't a bad thing. Like you can pivot right. back to something you've already were doing before and you forgot all about, right? So I try to, you know, I, I, I like to make sure that people are aware that you might have done something that didn't really work before or you never gave it that energy, right? You never gave it the energy um, because you were working something else. And now that you have time and space, you're like, okay, hang on, let me pivot back to what I was doing and let me relaunch it, but make it cooler and more exciting and make it relevant for people that are staying home today. So um, it's a great, great opportunity, but it all comes back to the fact that, you know, you're going to be virtual. Um, you're going to be on the mic. You're going to be on the camera. And that is um, very different from being in person. Well, funny, great lead in. Mm -hmm. I didn't tell Faye what we were going to talk about today, but that was oh, like no, the most. <laughs> I, yeah, and, and on her podcast, she doesn't tell me either. So, <laughs> but if you if you're looking for some serious value and clear entertainment, yeah, um, call, call me Casey is her podcast, <laughs> and uh, I'm yeah. her producer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she's the she's the strategist. But today, um, I'm actually going to call you the speaker trainer. Cool. Yeah, because you do that. That's what I do. Yeah. So um, my um, 
What I love to do more than anything is really teach speaker training because I literally know that I can get you up and speaking with no notes and with no memorization and no slides and you can talk for a whole day if you need to. Um, that's the formula I teach. And I think um, as I've been watching over the last couple of weeks and months, I guess now that we've been going, <laughs> staying home, um, what I found, what's fascinating to me is that people don't understand number one the difference between speaking on camera or speaking in a podcast and speaking on stage um, so you do have the ability for example when you're speaking um, here like we are we have the ability to use notes right we do we, we could read we, we if, could if, read. I, if, if i'd given you a heads up of what we were going to talk about that would have been helpful <laughs> to make your notes. <laughs> yeah, but that's just it. The whole point of, of what I teach is that so it doesn't matter. You can just talk about anything on the fly to anyone and you're not going to be worried. So if somebody stops you in the street and asks you a question, you can answer and you don't end up on uh, one of the late night talk shows looking like an idiot. <laughs> but I think it's, it's important that people understand the difference. And there is a a whole mindset technology issue. Everything is based on, you know, understanding what you look like from the simplest, from getting on a Zoom call, right? <laughs> from getting well, on I a think Zoom it's, call. I think it's, I think the, in my opinion, I'm going to ask you what the difference is. Yep. But it's been interesting because when you're speaking on stage or you're speaking at a workshop or in a room or whatever the case may be, you don't see yourself. No. So, but when you're on a call, like I can see you right now, even yep. though we're virtual you're on a zoom call or you're on using the on point virtual office or whatever the case may be, people are now very conscious right. of what they look like. So it's odd to see people fixing their hair. Yeah, they're fixing their weird. lipstick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you get to it, do that when you're on a stage, right? right? If you have lipstick on your teeth, well, you know, you don't know it. <laughs> so <laughs> get over it. Keep moving forward. Um, and I think the difference is you're more focused on your message when you're on the stage, right? So when you're on a stage and when you're um, with somebody, when you're talking to somebody one-on-one, -on -one, you're more focused on your message. You're not looking at yourself at all so that you can, you know, concentrate and you can get that out. But if you have a distraction and understand that if you can see the other person on the virtual stage, they're a distraction too, right? So how many have seen those YouTube videos of meetings and people like take their phone to the washroom or they're in their <laughs> underwear and they don't realize that people can see them? <laughs> Turn your camera off people if you're going to the bathroom. Just public service announcement, just saying. <laughs> so I mean, there are little strategy pieces, right? There's little strategy pieces that you need to, you know, common sense folks, but in all fairness, and I'm going to give you a little out here, if you've never been trained, how do you know? Right. Like, how do you know what's visible if you, if you've never been trained? And, and, and we were all thrown into this. Yeah. And I think that's been um, the interesting piece has been thrown into it. So, you know, when I actually sit down and I kind of show people different online platforms or how to use different pieces of technology. And they're like, oh, I can turn my camera off. Some people don't right. even know they can do that if they're watching something or, oh, this is how I mute myself. Heaven forbid they're, I was on a, I was on a call. Uh, I can't even remember how many people were on it. It wasn't that many. And somebody had a cat <laughs> and their cat was screaming in the background. And I'm like, can you, but he couldn't, and he didn't, and, oh, I know. I'm sorry. I do remember this. It was a conference. 
Mm-hmm. They they were going to have it in person. They were having it uh, online. So it was live. So they did, did it through Facebook Live in a Facebook group because that's what we all do. Right. That's the most common way that I've seen it done. And it was a panel. <clears throat> so it was three people in the panel. And one of them was this guy with his cat. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I understand. Um, but here he is trying to talk and give his opinion just like that. <laughs> that was me. Sorry. That was perfect timing. I love that. It sounds like we planned it. <laughs> Couldn't plan that better. So just imagine that was a cat. Yeah. There we go. And he just was like, I'm sorry. Like he, you know what, but you know what? He owned it. So it was annoying um, for part of it, but I will give him credit. Cause he said, you know what? We have two options here. Yeah. You can just deal with the cat. And right. he was holding the cat yeah. or I have to leave. Because the only way that he's going to stop meowing is if I rub his belly over on the bed. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> hey, whatever so, works. Exactly. So I love the fact that he was super confident. He didn't care. It didn't take away from his message. It didn't take away from his value. Um, and he's like, just roll with it. So I think that's been a really cool. And I find, I know with your speaker training on stage, um, if something goes wrong. Right. If technology goes wrong. Um say you don't have a presentation and you teach all of that stuff. So if your presentation isn't able to be projected or whatever, you still don't need that. You you don't need notes. It doesn't matter. And you can go forward. But in this world online, if the technology breaks down or your cat starts meowing, you don't have a choice because on the stage, you don't have your personal. Well, you know, it's funny because we were at a, um, so Stacy, you were on this with me. We were in a, a, meet and greet kind of virtual and there's a lot of people online and there was this music in the background it was like it sounded like <laughs> porn music you know bow, 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 bow. <laughs> and and we didn't know who it was and they didn't know they didn't know it was in the background of their computer so they had some other window open and it was going and we right. were going and asking every single person like is it yours it was yours they didn't know Right. So that's the key about understanding your technology, because, you know, it, it was actually really funny and it was, and you know, it was a comical thing, especially because it, we still don't know what it was. He <laughs> <laughs> watching before he pressed that button. But it was, yeah. it was, you, know, you have to understand your technology. So it is a little different. So number one, um, the, a little piece of advice that I can give all of you before we even start this, if you have the opportunity to have a producer like Stacy that can do your technology, that's kind of awesome because she just comes and, you know, gives me a link and I just jump on. So we do these live trainings in Mastermind City and she just sets everything up. I just jump on. I don't have to worry because if I if something's happening in my background, she'll kick me off the stage. <laughs> So, so that really helps, right? And it yeah, helps. absolutely, but it does I, help, and um, it also helps you be prepared in the way that you need to be prepared. Right. It helps me be prepared in the way that I need to be prepared. And I know, uh, um, heads up, everybody, I'm a little bit of a control freak. <laughs> <laughs> so at least I know um, when I do the technology and when I do the setup, I know what's going on. I know how to control it. I know it's going to work, and I'm good. I trust you. I don't trust many others um, yeah. to set things up properly. So I know when I'm doing it, you're good. You show up and you're in that good headspace. And again, when it comes to the online piece, I just think it can get a little bit more challenging and overwhelming. Yeah. And, you know, preface that with understanding that you need to still know what you're doing, right? So I know all the technology. It's just when somebody else does it for me, as Stacy said, I can concentrate on my message, which is the most important part, right? Um, so yesterday or day before, actually, we were doing a live training. Stacy couldn't make it. 
And so she was like, just go on. So no problem. I knew what to do. I had a guest. So um, I jumped on, put push the buttons and there we go. But so if what happens if, you know, your producer or your CTO doesn't show up for any reason, like you have to know what to do. You can't just say, oh, sorry, guys, we're not going to we're not going to do this while everyone's sitting there waiting for you. So exactly. you know, it's not a speaking piece, but it's certainly um, you need to understand the technology. But yeah, I, And I'm a big proponent of that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm literally in the process. I have a, a podcast client that just launched this week and I'm showing them the pieces now, now that it's launched, they're like, just get it over with. I don't want the stress, right. but now that it's launched and we're good and, and they already, you know, we're at the top of the charts and, and they're good now. Now they just want to understand some of the processes. So again, I always say, you know, hit by a bus syndrome, heaven forbid something happens, you at least the show can still go on. Right, right. And the show and that just, uh, again, what you've always said, which is, if technology breaks down, like a slideshow, the projector, your computer doesn't boot up, their AV equipment doesn't work, can you still move forward with your presentation? And in the um, in the technology world, Yes, we can still do that. But I know a lot of times that screen sharing doesn't work and you still need to be able to go forward. And that's why, you know, when I, when I developed the speaking framework, I mean, if, for those of you who are taking speaker training anywhere, um, ask the question because I really hate when people say they've done speaker training, but they still have to use notes. Um, It bothers me because no offense to people out there, but um, if you really, if that's what you've been taught, then um, you need to take some more training. (laughs) The truth is um, I know that I can get people to speak without notes, but it's just a matter. It's not memorization or anything. It's a matter of knowing your stuff and being comfortable. And so this is what I want everyone to understand who's listening today um, is the fact that today's world now we're talking about being virtual we're talking about being online you have to be prepared you have to be able to speak on camera because that's where the world is going right and so and understand how intertwined it is so if you are doing a podcast if you are doing a video on youtube if you want to have your linkedin profile match everything else it all has to be cohesive it all has to be the same message if you need notes to get your message out then it's a problem because linkedin gives you the opportunity to make it all pretty say your words right and say this is who i am but then if they you know flip over to instagram and see your story and you have no idea what you're talking about and it doesn't match who you are on linkedin people are going to realize that you're a fraud right Well, and it's interesting, because I mean, there's lots of opportunity for people who want to speak, whether it's virtual, because I know some of the conferences are are going virtual, whether it's virtual, or whether it's going to be at an in person conference, hopefully soon. Um, There really is two places that people are going to look, they're going to go to LinkedIn. But like you said, that can be very easily made to look very pretty. It's written, we can pull the most perfect, you know, video or image and put it there and make you look really professional. So that's awesome. They can take that piece, they look at it and they go, yes, that's great. And then they go to hear you. And I'm, (laughs) (laughs) then they go, let's listen to your podcast. And they're like, and you can tell and, and correct me if I'm wrong, you can tell when someone's reading notes. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Like no question. And I think uh, the the best strategy that I can give you today is to go on a go on a podcast, go on a video, um, whatever, go on a Q&A, go on a virtual summit and don't don't know the questions in advance. 
because you need to start talking. You need to start seeing yourself. You need to understand, you know, what you say. So it's as simple as doing your stories, right? Doing Instagram. And now Stacy's going to tell us eventually about LinkedIn stories that's coming. <laughs> but it's about being able to just jump on camera and say something. And the more you say it, the better you'll get. But if you don't know what you teach in the, you know, like if you don't know what you teach, then there's a problem. There's a fundamental problem about what you're teaching, right? Well, it's interesting because I had someone apply to be on my show. So okay. it's great. You know what? No problem. We had it all set, the date, time, ready to go. And the day before, because I had already outlined everything and I'd outlined that I don't give you, I don't give you questions yeah. because I just want a conversation. I don't know where it's going to go. I want it to be a little bit more, you know, natural and flowing. So I specifically said, you know, show up. I don't give pre-scripted or whatever yeah. questions, but looking forward to seeing you. And then the day before she canceled and she goes, if you're not going to give me questions that mm -hmm. I can pre write yeah. out and read on your show, I'm not going to be a guest. Yeah. And, and it, guess what? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, it's ridiculous, guys. I mean, you don't like unless you are, you know, doing something in the science world or something that you need to be specific, <laughs> like get over it. Like the truth is, if you can have a conversation about what you do with somebody at Starbucks, you should have be able to have that conversation in the podcast world right now. How you deliver is a little different between, you know, you're not going to, when you're talking to somebody in Starbucks, it's a smaller conversation. I mean, when you're talking to somebody on a podcast, we're still having a conversation, but it's a little bit louder because you know there's people listening and it's a little different in terms of how you're, you want to make sure that you're not giving visual cues because nobody can see it. And yes, like, look at this pen. I just broke it <laughs> while she was talking, but you can't see the pen. And you also can't see how sad I am about the fact that I just broke my pen. But she described <laughs> it, so now you can understand. Now it. you so can feel my pain. <laughs> exactly. So I think it's it's important that, that you understand that you need to start practicing actually answering questions. So here's a good thing to do. Um, if you're afraid still to get on a story, walk around the house and ask yourself questions, right? And just 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 literally record yourself, get your phone, ask questions that you would normally be asked, you know, about your business and about what you do, and then start answering them out loud, not underneath your breath. You have to do it out loud because you have to hear your own voice. Right. I think it's funny when people go, okay, well, I guess I would say this. I would probably explain this. And then they yeah. think I've answered the question. It's like, no. Exactly. And I think, and, and this is one of the things that I tell people in podcasting as well is start to record anything, just yeah. gibberish. It doesn't matter. Um, and start to listen to your own voice because yeah. the more you get used to hearing your own voice, the easier it is going forward. So whether it's on video or podcast. Think about the physiology. So, so, you know, talk about it under your breath. So answer a question under your breath and just like, okay, as, as Stacy said, okay, this is, I would say, you know, this is what you really need to know about speaker training because you're, I'm under my breath. Now talk like you would in front of a whole room. This is what you really need to know about speaker training. All of a sudden your shoulders go back, your lungs expand, you have a smile on your face because you're talking to other people and you're projecting. Your message completely changes because your physiology changes. And, and so what people are doing, um, the mistake they're making on video, on virtual, is they're regressing to that small 
feeling, you know, they're sitting and they're, they're sort of stepping back and they think they're going to be, they're supposed to be quiet, but instead you have to do exactly what you do on stage or uh, not as loud, but on stage or um, when you're talking to a group of people. So that physiology has to be part of what you're doing when you're speaking to somebody. And your voice, it doesn't matter. You can hear a smile. Yeah, you can. You can absolutely. hear the difference of how people are, are sitting. Like it's just a reality. And you know, the, the, I'll tell you the difference when you see people. I mean, how many of you have gone to a virtual summit and you've watched different speakers and some of them you turn off in three seconds, right? Like you just, you know, this is going to be painful and you can't watch it. And I just had a conversation this morning because I said somebody was doing an Instagram story and they've done a lot of them. And they're really, really smart and they have a lot of a lot of good information, but I can't get past that three to five seconds. And if they if they aren't remotely, if their physiology tells me that this is gonna be boring, I don't watch. So, yeah. you know, it, like make an hard. effort. Sit up straight in your chair, right? <laughs> get some lights on your face, right? And that changes that changes everything. But if you're like, you know, in a, even like, even for a podcast, you know, Stacy always tells you the best, one of the best places to do podcast is in your closet, right? Because of the stand sound. up, put up some <laughs> books. Like for me, I have my mic, you can't see it, but I have my mic on top of a speaker. Right. My speaker's like, I don't know, four inches tall. And that's so that I can sit up straight. I'm looking straight ahead and the mic's right in front of me. I find what happens is everyone puts everything on their desk and then they go down and they're like talking way down here. And that doesn't make any sense. I'm so, fascinated by it, both from a video and audio perspective. And so, exactly. So when she says go into the closet, <laughs> she doesn't mean go hide in the corner under a bunch of clothes. Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you have to actually tell people, Stacey, not to do that. <laughs> okay. I have to be more specific. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, I think it's fascinating that everything is now, you know, commingling. So, you know, you have to really think if you're in a business and you're wanting to present yourself, you have to think of everything matching. So you want to not only have this fabulous professional profile on LinkedIn, you want to be able to use your voice on a podcast or a radio show to make sure that people understand your message. You want to go to virtual summits. You want to do Instagram stories or LinkedIn stories, on, <laughs> Facebook Live. So it's really important that you position yourself as being able to be flexible for whatever comes your way, because you're going to have opportunities to do, again, Facebook Lives or podcasts, but you need to be comfortable with all those mediums. Absolutely. And I'm just going to give one thing. I'm actually going to admit something that I have not admitted to Faye yet. And I'm going to do it live here with you guys. Okay. She's always told me to be re always be ready. Because you <laughs> never know. I, and she loves these stories. Yeah. You, you never know when an opportunity is going to present yourself. So you assume. So if you go to a conference or you go, you, you never know, you could raise your hand, you want to ask a question, you're ready. Yep. Who knows, they might actually even pull you up on stage. To, to ask your question in front of everybody or give you a mic where everybody's looking at you, you feel comfortable, you're ready. But when the online piece comes and you're yeah. watching a webinar. Yeah. Um, so I presented last week to a group, um, LinkedIn, I did a yeah. LinkedIn workshop, shocking. Yeah, really. And uh, the week before, they had asked me to be um, a participant on just so that I could see the format. Right. And I always like seeing that anyway. It's always like, I, li I don't like to go first um, at a conference, I like to go second. I like to see the feel, the audience, how they're doing, and I can bring that into my own talk, which is really cool because I can add lib. So in I this like particular, <laughs> <laughs> I like to go second. 
That's funny. <laughs> so you'll go first, I'll go second. Because yeah. I always bring in information um, from the first speaker or whatever. So this worked out really well because I was able to bring in some of the stuff that he had into my presentation on LinkedIn. Right. But the funny part was is at the end of his, I was a right. participant. Yeah. I had my camera off and I had my mic off. Yeah. Wasn't ready. Right. No makeup. My hair was a disaster. I don't think I had a shower that day. I said, well, it doesn't matter. Because <laughs> I'm not going to be ready because... Uh-huh. You know, Shame I'm just going to watch. You. Shame, Shame on me. <laughs> so guess what happens at the end? Well, hey, since Stacey. we have Stacey Maynard here, um, why doesn't she pop on and come up on the virtual stage and Yikes, tell us you didn't about- tell me. I know. <laughs> you embarrassed. <laughs> come up, c- turn your camera on and tell the group about your session next week. Give us some more information. And oh guess what God. I couldn't do? Oh, uh, you didn't do it? I turned my audio on. Oh, I apologized yeah. profusely. You I did not loser. turn my camera on. And I oh. was a big loser. So I'm admitting it here. So yeah, I'm like- willing to get the backlash. But yeah, it <laughs> happened like literally two weeks ago. And yeah, I haven't told Faye yet. <laughs> yeah. See, you know why, guys? Because anyone who ever works with me, whether you're a, you know, one of my clients or you're a partner or whatever, um, I don't like that. You, <laughs> you need to be I'm ready done. all the time. And and don't get me wrong, it doesn't mean that you have to be like, your makeup has to be perfect and all this stuff, but you have to brush your hair and you have to know that you might, get, <laughs> you might get called on camera. So I always start my day with being ready. So I get up in the morning, I do all my stuff, take my shower, get ready, I'm done. And even when I don't feel like it, and even when I think that I'm not doing anything that day, I still make sure I'm ready for whatever comes my way. Because sometimes- So I thought I had learned the lesson. Um, I was not ready one time. Um, uh, Clearly, I decided um, to do it again. Mm -hmm. Um, It's it's rare, but I'm just wanting to put it out there uh, because some people don't realize in the virtual virtual world how being ready is important. And that was a perfect example. Yeah. I mean, it's, you can get called anytime and I get called all the time to do things. And I'm like, okay, just, you know, let me send me the link. I'm ready. It doesn't really matter. I'm always in black. So I don't have to worry about what I'm wearing. It comes and you know, part of it is it comes across well on a camera. So when you don't have to think about anything like a a black t-shirt is like the best option ever because it, you never look bad. Right. Or white, I guess. But white is kind of glaring. Well, it can wash out on a camera. White can do really bad. So be ready. That's my that's my admission of today. Um, Be ready. But before I just want to leave this with a possible um, she alluded to the LinkedIn stories. So over the weekend, LinkedIn launched uh, LinkedIn stories in Australia. So I can't get there. Um, so we were online uh, with a friend and she knew someone in Australia that she could literally bring on. I think it was like for us, it was like nine o'clock at night for yeah. her. It was 11 o'clock in the morning. So she, her friend was free. So she literally logged on to this online. This is the beauty of the virtual world yeah. logged on and she was able to show me her phone and I could see how it all worked. So I did post um, on LinkedIn. Um, I think I posted my link for success Facebook group as well. So if you're not part of that, go jump over and you can see what the LinkedIn stories actually look like. So it's very similar to Instagram, literally have bubbles at the top. It's only on the mobile. It's not on desktop, obviously, same as, um, you know, Instagram stories ish on the desktop. I don't really like it. There's lots of pros and cons. I'd like to hear, uh, your opinion on whether you think LinkedIn stories is good. What do you think, Faye? I think, um, 
I, I'm a little scared because LinkedIn, because <laughs> LinkedIn is is you usually get really great information, but if you start, you know, posting about your dinner, <laughs> that's what I'm worried about because business stuff is usually pretty stagnant. So the Instagram, it's only there for 24 hours, makes sense in my brain. Yeah, uh, because it's more, you know, like you said, what are you doing, sort of in your day and documenting yeah. that. I'm not like, okay, let's use an example. So. Faye had alluded earlier that um, we go live Mondays, Tuesdays, and Fridays. Mm-hmm. We're adding more stuff to the Wednesday, Thursday, so we have to go live every day. Um, <laughs> but on Monday, Monday morning, Tuesday morning, and Friday morning, a lot of the times we're posting on our story. So I guess from that perspective, I can see it going on the LinkedIn story because it is business related. Absolutely. However, just like with LinkedIn Live, because that's coming too, I haven't have it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. Still. <laughs> I, I think I logged into your account the other day just to check because I figured you may not see it. Um, I, would, I would. That's why you're my CTO. <laughs> so I can just look. Um, yeah. So it, so LinkedIn Live is coming. So all of these new features. But again, I'm just worried that it's going to deprofessionalize uh, the platform from that perspective. I'm just not sure people are going to use it for what LinkedIn intends it to be. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see if they do. So um, just so that you know, Australia is like a, a testing ground. Yeah, for a lot forever. of things. So it's going to be interesting. So if they love it, they'll roll it out to other countries. And if they don't, we'll never see it. Right. So if you want to take a sneak peek of what that looks like, uh, head over to the Facebook group and uh, check it out. So yeah, thank you again. This is the end of season two. I look forward to seeing you guys or hearing you guys or you hearing me. Not sure what word to use there. <laughs> In <laughs> September, when we start season three. Thank you, Faye, for bookending Thanks. my two seasons. And for uh, you guys, download this one because I want to be number one and two. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There you go. She can be the top both. It's all yeah. good. Yeah. All right. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in. I'd love to have you join the conversation over on social media. You can follow me at SociallyStacy. And remember when your comments to use hashtag link for success. And remember, don't just link for the sake of linking, link for success.